everybody, and welcome to That's Life. First time, long time. I know, I know, but promise you, it is good to be back, and thank God I feel great. Good morning, folks. Thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach. I am the host of That's Life. Again, I know you haven't heard from me in a while, and if you were listening to Jam and AM earlier this morning, around 8.30 is when I joined Nahum. You heard an explanation as to my break in uh, in in producing live content and providing live content or new content here at That's Life. I had uh, a number of medical issues. For those of you who missed the, the interview, you can certainly catch it on the archive. But just as a quick update, I had a number of medical issues. Thank God I'm well and I am back and I am so, so happy to be here. You can find me here every Thursday right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. We have a lot of, oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Yussie's, Yussie's wife's live lunch. Boy, it's been that long since I've been on the air, right? Oh, my gosh. That was funny. Anyway, uh, we have a lot of things to discuss. I have a lot of things to catch up on. We have to do the, nas- the national holidays. We have to do my fortune cookie. I have to thank Avrami. Let's start with thanking Avrami. We thank Avrami all the time. You don't hear from Avrami a lot. I mean, you do on the air, but you have no idea what he takes care of behind the scenes. Nahum again mentioned it um, in in terms of his his trips to Israel and doing all of the things that Avrami takes care of in order to make Nahum's shows from Israel as seamless as possible. But this was, you know, the way Avrami covered for me for the last five months is really, you know, Yotzei Hakal. So my personal thanks to Avrami for giving me the space I needed to recover. And of course, my thanks to Nahum for that as well, but also for Avrami to make sure that that's life continued in its slot. And even if the programming wasn't new, you at least had seamless programming over the last five months. And I appreciate his help tremendously. Let's do the national holidays. Today is the 16th, right? It's still the 16th. My God, this has been a long day already. I know it's only 1030, but it's been a long day. First of all, it's the International Day for Tolerance. I know. I don't even, I I don't know where to start, end, or whatever. If you saw the news last night as to what happened in D.C. at the the DNC, you can see ain't too many people, not too many people are celebrating the International Day for Tolerance. Forget it. The, it what I, whatever. I'm not. I'm honestly not spending time on this. I'm not. But I'm just mentioning that it is the International Day for Tolerance, as ironic as that may be. It's National Button Day. It's National Check Your Wipers Day. Okay. You know what? I didn't know there was a National Check Your Wipers Day. It's actually not a bad thing to check. Um, it's it's Teddy Bear Day, which is historic, it seems. It's Children's Grief Awareness Day. Well, I think we've all been very much made aware of the last of the grief of children over the last forty days, and then some. And it certainly is something that is going to uh, remain in our minds and our hearts for for a while. That is for sure. Um, it's National Parent Involvement Day, National Philanthropic Day. Ain't that a good day to celebrate every single day? Use Less Stuff Day. Sure, why not? Why don't we just use less stuff, like every day? I don't know exactly what stuff we're referring to, but use less stuff, folks. And it's World Philosophy Day. That, by the way, is basically basically being celebrated by three people. At one point, a university in, the, on this, uh, in this great city of ours in New York City was actually thinking of dissolving its philosophy department because it didn't have enough students who were interested in philosophy. Well, 
somewhat I get that because it's just not practical. It's good. It's wonderful. And we should be philosophers and we should think about life. But frankly, Dr. Schatz, you're the best, but you would agree with me. It's just not always the most practical study. So today being world philosophy day for one day, we can all be philosophers afterwards. I'm not exactly sure what to say. Let's do the fortune cookie and then let's get through a couple of things. And of course, I want to make sure to give our guest enough time, which I'm not always good about. Thank you for the assist with the garbage since this is a messy fortune cookie. And though usually my rule is no broken fortune cookies today, we're going to we're just going to go with this one because, you know, I'm just getting back into the groove of things. Okay. Memories make what we are. Dreams make what will be. Now, I got to tell you something. That is a good fortune. That is a good fortune. Memories make what we are. Dreams make what will be. That was a fortune cookie worth coming back to. That is for sure. Let's talk for a second about the march, the rally two days ago in D.C. Um, it was great seeing the other almost 300,000 of you who joined us on the mall that day. Uh, it was funny because I was wearing a Cross River Stands with Israel shirt. It seems that some people had to do a double take on the shirt because when they say the words cross and river, they somehow or another imagine a chant that some haters or many haters have been chanting and so did a double take on the shirt. Uh, then somebody else commented to me that they thought I could have been a little more creative with the shirt doing some kind of play on Cross and River. I'm like, but it's the name of the company. Like, it's, it's not a bit. It's the name of the company. He's like, well, I think you could have I, I'm like, somebody should have gone back to the drawing board and just tried a little bit harder. And they're like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, oh, okay, well, hi. And I introduce myself and he introduces himself and he goes, wait a minute, Miriam L. Wallach, like from Nahum? And I said, yes. And so it was nice to meet a listener. Thank you very much. It was funny how we met, but it was nice to, it was nice to meet a listener. And then of course I got the half a dozen, is Nahum here? Where's he broadcasting from? I'm like, the Holy Land. <laughs> So as Nachum had had made it clear, he wasn't going to be at the the rally, and he he allowed people certain understandings, daycare, etc., as to why people, if you couldn't make it, those are good excuses. And of course, being in Israel, that is a good reason. But I but I would top that and say that I was talking to somebody who um, is a commuter. Now there aren't so many commuters anymore, but people who live in Israel and work in the states and go back and forth. Anyway, so I saw this person on Sunday and one of my kids said to him, hey, are you coming to the rally on Tuesday? To which he responded, when you have three kids in the army, you don't have to go to a rally. Mic drop, folks. Absolute mic drop. Um, a couple of things just to mention from the rally, which are certainly worth mentioning. Number one, everyone's been talking about the speeches, top three, who ranked, who whatever, etc. I was absolutely a puddle of tears when President Herzog was speaking. I, there's, there's just, there was something about his message. I'm also personally, um, when, when people talk about our soldiers, uh, I'm, as you can tell right now, I find myself getting very emotional and thinking about our soldiers, et cetera. So when President Herzog was speaking, that was it. I mean, I had cried a couple of times earlier in the day and right now I'm in a crying stage. And so it's, I don't know, everybody, but when he was speaking and you could hear a pin drop, on the National Mall, and everyone was 
just taken by his words and his message and and the feeling that day uh, that was it i mean I, I could not stop crying. So um, for me, that was a tremendously impactful moment, as was the uh, Misha Baruch for the Chayalim sung by Chaim David, which was um, absolutely incredible. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, he's an, he's an unbelievable person and incredibly talented to begin with. And then there was that. There was that. And truth be told, as I saw him last night, this begins my segue into, hey, I was at the Shari Tzedek dinner last night um, in at Gustavino's in Manhattan. Very well attended, very well done. It's not easy to have a, a dinner right now or to have any kind of event right, right now. But shout out to Rachel Wolf and her entire team um, at um, the American um, Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Um, shout out to all of them. And of course, shout out to Chaim David who performed last night, but I got a chance to speak to him beforehand. And I looked at him and I'm like, mamash, there are no words. It was, it was incredible. You were incredible. And, um, and he is just such a nice guy. <coughs> Excuse me. Such a nice guy that even a compliment like that, just being just between the two of us, you could tell how, how much he appreciated that feedback. So um, a shout out to him again to Shari Tzedek for last night. Um, and as I quickly had mentioned on JM and the AM, I was, a ch I was in Israel last week on behalf of Cross River. Um, it was both a heartbreaking and a heartwarming experience. It was devastating and inspirational all at the same time. Um, yes, that is the story of the Jewish people. 100%. But um, if your school is having a mission, if, you're, if your shul is having a mission, if your somebody is having a mission and you're wondering whether you should go, listen, I'm really not telling anybody what to do. I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I promise you if you go, you won't regret it. That much, that much, I can tell you. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network and founder of Shook to the Core, Stuart Katz, joins me this morning. It has been a long time since Stuart and I were on the phone or since we saw each other, but I, I, if I could have predicted, Stuart, I mean, not this war, heaven forbid, but if I could have predicted that somehow or another there would have been an initiative to support is the Israeli economy that somehow or another you were behind creatively, I, I, I would have known it myself. Good morning to you. Good morning and thank you. No, not at all. Um, I, I guess the the questions the, the first question is so how have the shooks been going? Unbelievable, um, way more than most of them expected. Um, in the we've had six out of ten so far, and uh, uh, they have sold thirty three vendors have sold cumulatively almost four hundred thousand dollars. No, yeah. Wow! They had a, they had a, they had a FedEx. Um, FedEx had a lot of money on this show too, because um, <laughs> people need more they, goods. They needed more goods to bring in. Yeah, that's amazing. And how has the response been from the vendors? I mean, obviously they're happy to to be able to bring something home financially, but what has their experience been with the shoppers? So I'll tell you what, Mary, the, the biggest concern I had from the vendors before coming home, and a lot weren't able to come because of the situation in Israel, not able to leave families. Some of them are in the reserves. They can't go leave themselves. Um, so a number of vendors that would have liked to come weren't able to, and we hope to be able to do it again in other places so you know everyone can share in the wealth. But what was interesting is the number one question I had is, I, I can't go to America. It's not safe there. Mm. 
And uh, literally, um, we had many meetings. Well, we didn't have that many meetings because the whole thing was put together in two weeks. But we had a few meetings, and the number one question was, is America safe? And I, I said, look, it's as safe as anywhere else in the world. And the irony of it, coming from Israel, from a war zone, they were concerned. So the they certainly feel more comfortable. They feel safer, and that's because of the communities, um, the warmth of the communities, the love of the communities, of course, the dollars of the communities. But that's, um, you know, making them feel safe. I, I the, the reason I, I mean, you don't see me smiling or nodding, but my trip. To, I, I do. I do. <laughs> my trip to Israel last week, the most common comment, the most common question I got was forget about us. How are you guys? So I hear you when you say to me um, that the vendors were concerned for their own safety. And I hear you when you say that they feel safer in Israel than they do in the States, because so did I last week. So I get it. It's um, it's a real it's 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 a real it's a real problem. But I don't want to I don't want that to dominate our 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 thoughts and our and our conversation because I'm so at least happy to hear that all of the consumers, the potential consumers, everyone who's attended the Shooks has been welcoming and 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 providing that security for the vendors who have who have made the effort to come. Yeah, unbelievable! It really it's a great feeling. And what have you learned? So you're, you've already finished six. So what was different from the first one that is from the sixth one that will be from the 10th? So each community is different. Um, you know, uh, just real frank and upfront communities that had a tremendous volunteer team and involved lots of people are more successful because the, the feeling, the, the love was spread amongst a lot more people. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, you know, it puts the unity back in the community, um, which is, kind of a, a theme we see throughout this whole war, um, which is, you know, again, not to go off topic, but uh, six weeks ago in Israel, everyone was at each other's heads and um, just a little, uh, almost six weeks now, on, since October the 8th, um, everyone has been lovey-dovey. Um, so it's um, it's pretty, and, you know, you see it worldwide, the, just the unity amongst, um, I want to say amongst Jews, but it's really amongst humanity. Mm. Um um, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable and it's wonderful to see. It's, it's a shame that we have to pay, lose lives over it, but, um, but it is wonderful to see. So I want to look at the good of the war as well as the evil that we've, we're all experiencing. No, I, I agree with that. And I also want to mention that I, I know that there is a suggested entrance fee of $5 per person, that the funds are going to defray the costs of the travel expenses for each of the vendors who came. I can't stress, number one, how smart that is and how it's a difference from the last uh, Shook-like experience that that we all had you know, a couple of decades ago at this point. Um, but also, like people should understand when they go that even if they don't buy anything, this contribution is super helpful and impactful. Right. Yeah, we appreciate you mentioning that. You know, it's a suggested donation. It's not you can come and shop without it. Um, most people are paying it. I should say. I should add. And we're also selling raffle tickets for two round trip tickets to Israel. Um, and that 100% of that money also goes, um, you know, the vendors come at their own expense and we say, we're going to try to offset what we can, um, you know, their, their expense, their, their travel expense, they, they come with goods. So they have to pay a right. lot of overweight bags or FedEx, um, um, customs fees sometimes. Um, so they, they, they come with a lot of expense. Um, so we, we try to 
offset whatever we can besides what they sell, which hopefully will put food on their tables. I, I just share with you that there was um, actually I heard from more than one. There was one vendor that just told me yesterday that they made more in the first six shows than they made in the last year and a half. Oh my gosh. Um, there's another one that just was crying that he can, um, he cannot pay his employees. He owes them back salary. Oh. He cannot pay them. So this is real. Um, you know, they're not, it's, it's, it's a nonfiction book. Mm. Yes. It is a nonfiction book whose ending we don't know yet. And the story continues to write itself. Yeah. I, I completely, I completely hear that. That is, it's something that I noticed last week in Israel is, you know, obviously the stores that are empty, stores that are shuttered, restaurants that are shuttered, et cetera. And, uh, you know, I had made mention earlier in this show that uh, there are a lot of mission opportunities out there. And if people are, are wondering whether or not they should go, I, I promised them that they would not be disappointed. They would not change. They would not regret their decision to go if they decided to go. But if you're a person who doesn't want to make the trip or physically can't make the trip, but can participate and be a part of any of these shook to the cores that are still taking place. And tonight's is on Ocean Parkway at the Sephardic Community Center. No, that was last night. Oh, we were, sorry. We were, we, were, we, were actually, we were actually at Sephardic Center right now. Oh, you're at Sephardic we Center we were, right we were, now. We were, we were at Kingsway last night and tonight with the Mid-Island Y um, KCC. Got it. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the times and my times were up. I apologize. And by the way, I mean, we got to we got to mention the surprise guest last night. Right. So I wake up at four o'clock in the morning look at my phone and I'm like, OK, Yishai Rebo last night making an appearance. That's pretty cool. It was a it was a surprise for the vendors. Um, yeah, we got wind of it early in the day. And Yishai said yeah, he's going to support the South. A lot of them are from Ostafaza, from the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. And um, he came. Almost midnight, um, so, um, you know, it was late after the show, and they had to be up on the road at 6 this morning to get back to the next show. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was well worth it. I'm sure it was. But people who cannot make the trip to Israel who want and who've been doing their part, I'm not saying anybody's not doing their part. People are participating in different ways and supporting the efforts in Israel in different ways. Somebody told me yesterday that her mother, who is into her 70s, um, any waking minute that she has that's not either work related or whatever related, she spends writing letters and calling and calling her her elected officials. Exactly. There's something you can do. And in this case, you can go to the Shook, go to the Shook that has come to you here in the New York area and support either by purchasing goods or just by buying raffle tickets or the $5 suggested donation at the door. There is something impactful you can do. And you are hearing from Stuart right now about the impact. By the way, are the are the vendors surprised at how well things are going? Um, you know, you know, I prepped them in advance and said, I can't promise you anything. You right. can walk away with a million dollars and you could walk away with one dollar. <laughs> And, and what's, what's interesting is different vendors do better at different, at different shows. You know, some of them said, this is my best show. And for another, they didn't sell anything. It was a worse show. Um, so it's, you know, it's, there's something for everyone um, because there's different price levels of everything. So, you know, some places do better with high price, some do better with low price. And that's, that's what's nice. But what's real important is that just walking there and being there and talking, um, the exchange, the cultural exchange, the exchange of love, um, the, the exchange of we're here together um, is worth it, even if you don't spend money. Right. Um, let's let's also mention. So tonight, you guys are in Plainview. 
tonight we're in Plainview, and then we close off the shows on Saturday night and Sunday at Hafter and Lawrence. Yeah, so I Hafter Middle School. I'm particularly obviously proud of that, and anybody on Long Island who's looking to participate and get you know, and do your part, folks, do your part. The Hafter Middle School is located at 44 Frost Lane in Lawrence. Um, Motzei Shabbat. It starts at 7:30 Sunday morning. It's 11 a.m. If you have any questions, you can always email me marymetnachamsegel.com. Any questions about how to get to Hafter? That I can tell you in my sleep. That's also not a problem. But really, everyone should do their part to make sure and participate. But Stuart, before I get you off the phone, and we only have a couple of minutes left, I I do want to discuss with you your mental the the mental health efforts that number one have been um, core. Let's use that core to your to to everything that you've been doing for the last I don't know decade at this point. I think six six years six years. It feels like a decade. It's been COVID, Stuart. So it feels, it feels like a lifetime. Exactly, yeah. um, and certainly now the the mental health needs in Israel forget today no one has a clue what the next couple of decades are looking at so tell me from your from the organization mental health first and Israel tell me your current perspective and where you see things potentially going so the, the current perspective is I think everyone needs to be educated in mental health first aid which is the equivalent of CPR for the brain mm. um, it's that's all it is anyone that's educated in CPR or physical first aid needs to be certified in mental health first aid. Um, it doesn't, doesn't take long, just a few hours, um, you know, depending on the depth that you want to go. But it's really to recognize signs and symptoms of anyone that's developing a mental health care crisis or a crisis situation. Unfortunately, it happens because we don't recognize it early enough or we deny to recognize it early enough. Um, and and what, what I have found in teaching the course for six years um, and bringing it to Israel ultimately is that it helps alleviate and lift the stigma surrounding mental health, especially in the Jewish community. Um, and let's call a spade a spade. We don't like to talk about it. Um, a couple of generations ago, people didn't like to talk about cancer. Um, and we've come a long, long way, but we have a long, long way to go. Um, Israel's about 20, 30 years behind the U.S. Um, we really don't talk about it there. And people that think they talk about it are really talking to each other over and over about it. Um, it's the same circle. Um, and uh, so we're trying to widen, widen it and get more and more people talking. Um, and that's, that's what we're doing. It's just it's an educational program more than anything. And in the last seven weeks, how many people have called? How many people have said, uh, we didn't realize we needed it? We're, I know we're behind the eight ball, but could you come? We're, we're getting, I mean, I get probably 20 requests, 30 requests a day. Um, and it's calling for people. And... You know, right right now, what's needed is actually psychological first aid. The mental health first, you know, it's coming it's coming to crisis situations. So we're putting together peer support groups. Um, right. There just aren't enough medical professionals, um, but you know, peer support is very very important to be able to help one another and be there for each other in a time of need. Yeah, I can only only imagine your um, I, I your efforts for the last six years have been heroic, but the effort that you're going to need and that you're going to be putting in over the next, I don't know how many years coming forward is going to be beyond, beyond the scope of, of, of what I can comprehend. And I, I imagine you feel the exact same way. Like this is just the beginning. It is the beginning, but I I say it's going to be good because we're finally going to do what really should have been done Mm. decades ago. So it's never too late. And um, there's going to be good that comes from this 
more people are going to talk about it and changes will be made, uh, certainly in Israel, but in society in general. Um, in society in general. If people are it interested... Affects, it affects everyone. They just don't want to talk about it. That is a very fair point. That is a very, very, very fair point. If people are interested, Stuart, in learning more about the mental health first aid, where can they go for that information? Uh, it's mhfaisrael.org. Okay, mhfaisrael.org. mhfaisrael.org is where you can get more information about mental health first aid and, of course, about the shook to the core. If you want more information for that, the number on the flyer is 516-636-1618. Again, this evening they are in the uh, they are in Plainview at the Mid-Island YJCC. 45 Minetto Hill Road, and then Motsay Shabbos, Saturday night and Sunday, November 18th and 19th at Hafter Middle School, 44 Frost Lane. Stuart Katz, always a pleasure to speak to you. So road to vote on so many levels, but again, Kola Kavod to you for this unbelievable effort, and I look forward to seeing you at Hafter. Great. Thank you so much. Thank, Appreciate it. Thank you, Stuart. Good we'll to speak see to you. Saturday night. You Thank got you. it. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to That's Life here on the Nahum Siegel Network. A full afternoon, of, a full day of programming, I should say, continues. Yussi's Live Lunch, not making that same mistake twice in one show. Yussi's Live Lunch begins in just a few moments. And, of course, we have, um, you know, the we have Throwback Thursday. We have 7 p.m., the Arab Shabbat Show, hosted by Mark Zomik, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. That will be to this evening at 7 o'clock tomorrow morning. Nachum is joined by Malcolm Holmline, 7.40 in the morning on JM in the AM. You don't want to miss that segment. I mean, you never want to miss that segment, honestly. But certainly, you don't want to miss it now. That is 100% sure. Um, folks, this was, um, I appreciate the welcome back. I appreciate your messages. I appreciate you reaching out both during JM and AM and of course during today's show. My thanks to everyone for your love and support and thank God. My, uh, my thanks again to, to God for a, for this unbelievable recovery. But as I mentioned earlier, it was president Herzog's speech that really touched me and it was Chaim Burson's rendition of the Mishaber for the Chayalim that really got to me as well during the march. And so today we close with Aryeh Kunzler's Mishaber for the Chayalim. That's life, everybody. Besoro to vote. Bye, guys. Oh, oh, oh. Ki Hashem Elokeichem, Ha'olech Imachem, Lihilachem Lachem, Imovechem, Lioshiyadchem, Vinomar Amen. Ki Hashem Elokeichem, Ha'olech Imachem, Lihilachem Lachem, Imovechem, Lioshiyadchem, Vino 
צבא הגנה לישראל, העומדים על משמר ארצנו. הוא יברך את חיילי צבא הגנה לישראל, העומדים על משמר ארצנו. השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, ימוביכם, להושיע אתכם, ונאמר אמן. כי השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, ימוביכם, להושיע הקדוש ברוך הוא ישמור ויציל את חיילינו מכל צרה וצוקה, מכל נגע ומחלה וישלח ברכה, ברכה והצלחה בכל מעשה ידיהם, בכל מעשה כי השם אלוקיכם, מה הולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, ימוביכם להושיע, להושיע אתכם. כי השם אלוקיכם, ההולך עמכם, להילחם לכם, ימוביכם להושיע. 